He's known now for two years that the family of a member of parliament was threatened for harassment and other penalties because of how he voted on human rights in the House of Commons. For two years, the Prime Minister did nothing to protect the family or to punish the Canadian-based Beijing diplomat who orchestrated the entire attack against that family. Can the Prime Minister confirm if the responsible diplomat from Beijing will be expelled by the end of business day today? There you go. Uh, the answer to the question was not given, and the diplomat in question, Zhao Wei, has not been kicked out. He remains, I guess, at his job at the Chinese consulate here in Toronto. But uh, these are very serious allegations, and the opposition wants to know, like, why does this person remain here? They are accredited to come to this country by the government of the day. Why are they still here? If uh, they were threatening or part of any kind of campaign to intimidate a sitting MP. And the other question is, what did the Prime Minister know and when about these threats that were outlined in a CSIS report, a nine-page report that the Globe and Mail obtained, but it was produced in 2021 as a warning to the Prime Minister that Canada was a main target of China for interference because... Nothing stops them, and they know that they can get away with it, but also that Michael Chong, you know, was being targeted for being outspoken against China, speaking out against things like the Uyghur Muslims and human rights violations, but the threats of China, and, uh, and no one who saw this document, and I'm pretty sure they would have seen this document, why would no one have told Michael Chong that his family in Hong Kong had been targeted and intimidated? It's not a small thing. So let's bring in Charles Burton, senior fellow at the Macdonald Laurier Institute and a former counselor over at the Canadian Embassy in Beijing. Once upon a time, he joins us now. Nothing of what I think I'm speaking about comes as a surprise to you because you have been warning for years and years and years that these things are happening. But now we've got it uh, from this Globe and Mail report. And it seems pretty clear to me that CSIS clearly wants to make sure this information gets out. Um, otherwise, it wouldn't be dripping out. Yeah, I, I quite agree. I mean, it, it, this may be coming from the uh, Privy Council Office Intelligence Assessment Secretariat that, you know, uh, compiles intelligence and assesses it and refers the stuff that they think the Prime Minister should know about to his people over in the Prime Minister's office, I guess. But, um, you know, in this case, uh, they've actually identified the diplomat who is complicit in the um, seeking to pressure Mr. Chong by um, harassing his uh, his relatives in the People's Republic of China. So, you know, seeing as they've actually got a name, they know who it is, uh, the question really is why no action was taken in the sense of expelling the diplomat for activities incompatible with their diplomatic status. This is like a huge thing. So, you know, do these reports, is there someone some sort of gatekeeper who is throwing these reports into the back of a drawer and not referring them to the people that uh, would take action? Or uh, has the prime minister had these reports going over his desk and, you know, his, um, his chief of staff, Katie Telford, assured parliament that he reads everything that passes over his desk carefully uh, and decided uh, we'll just let this slide. I mean, uh, you know, it is worrying and as, as you say, I think on this program and other places, um, you know, I've been sounding the alarm on Chinese government harassment of relatives in China, of people 
who, um, you, you know, are, are, are promoting positions that the Chinese government wouldn't like. So that would include Canadians of Uyghur origin, Tibetan origin, uh, Hong Kong origin, Taiwan origin, uh, people that are committed to human rights in China and so on. But, you know, this seems particularly outrageous as they have not um, respected maybe the, the diplomatic immunity, as one might say, uh, you know, not literally, but but sort of uh, uh, significantly of a member of a democratically elected legislature and are doing the same thing to try and convince Mr. Chong to ease back on his um, on his statements against China. And, and, you know, this is very effective stuff. I think any of us, if we heard that our innocent, aged relatives were being subjected to thuggish intimidation uh, by mm-hmm. a foreign government, that it would give us pause to think whether we should continue or just uh, ease back and, and keep our family safe. Yeah, which is why it's so egregious that if the prime minister, and it's hard to think that no one in the prime minister's office knew about this, but it, you know, either it was indifference, ignorance, or just stupidity, uh, but that, that they're going after sitting elected MPs and Chong uh, didn't know about. I mean, he certainly knew that he was a target of China, but to, but to think that his family, um, you know, was being threatened. And of course, they wouldn't speak out because they're probably living in absolute terror. So, you know, there are real costs to it other than just political. Having said all that, I mean, the report that the Globe and Mail and what you have talked about often is that, you know, interference here in Canada is just business as usual. And China does not, uh, you know, they don't give two thoughts to it because they know they can get away with it. And when the prime minister doesn't uh, expel a diplomat or an ambassador and they all chirp away around Canada doing these veiled threats, all of them, um, you know, that, yeah, they're not going to take it seriously. Either the prime minister is being blackmailed or something's not allowing him to talk or he just doesn't care. I can't figure out, Charles, why he won't do anything. No, exactly. I think we want to know. That's all. We just want to know what exactly is going on here. You know, why, why? Are these reports coming out and why was there no response? You know, are these, I mean, apparently these reports are not just fakes. You know, the, the, the government has acknowledged the reports exist, but then they, you know, they give us a word salad along the lines of, well, you know, they aren't exactly what is written in the newspaper or something like that. But we just, we just need much more, much more clear um, information on this. I must say, reading the CSIS report, it looked like a lot of phrases in, opinion pieces that I've been writing over the years on this subject. So, you know, the government, nobody listened to me, um, fair enough. But, you know, now we've got professional intelligence officers who have actual solid evidence of wiretaps and so on, finding out about this. And, uh, you know, I, I really feel that if it is true that the government, that the prime minister was aware that Mr. Chong's family was being harassed, did not even do the simple thing of advising Mr. Chong so that he could try and um, assist his family to to counter this, then I think this really is, um, he has to resign. You know, it's got to that kind of uh, kind of point. And as, you well, know, as yeah. I said, I think on this program, you know, we have, China has 146 diplomats in Canada compared to 46 for Japan and 35 for India. I think, you know, we need to cut down the hundred of them who may be engaging in these sorts of activities that go against Canadian law and the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. You know, it's just time to act and get to the bottom of this and solve it. 
Yeah, and clearly the Prime Minister does not want to because we're launching yet another investigation when people, I think, in this country, to your point, Travis, just want action. I just We want it stopped and we want to make sure that it's been rooted out. But no wonder when you read through this nine-page report, no wonder our Five Eye partners are cutting us out of everything because we are so vulnerable and actually a threat to them because the Chinese government uses us even in that relationship to make sure that we, you know, curb off any kind of, uh, you know, issues that would become a problem for China in their national security. So this is so much bigger than I think think people realize on so many different levels. Absolutely. I mean, certainly the idea of the Chinese is to try and break up the alliance between Canada and like-minded allies with the United States. And this campaign is, you know, all part and parcel of this very large geostrategic game. And that's why um, Canada is, as the report says, a high priority target. On the one hand, you know, we have evidently allowed agents of the Chinese regime to function in Canada completely unhindered. And on the other hand, you know, we play a, a critical role in in um, the alliance. And if we, uh, you know, for whatever reason, are convinced by agents of the Chinese regime to, to question um, the U.S.'s stance on China, then that's mm-hmm. enormously damaging to, to um, our ability to counter China's malign activities throughout the world. So, you know, it is, uh, this, this stuff is huge. And I think, I think eventually our, our allies are going to not continue to tolerate um, a, a, a dealing with a government that they regard as unreliable. And that could start to impact on things like our exemption from Buy America provisions and have yeah, yeah. enormous enormous impact on our economy and security if you know this thing it seems small but i think you're right it's very big oh i think we've just seen the tip of the iceberg and there's much more to come otherwise we wouldn't be seeing all the drips nonetheless charles people are starting to listen uh, so you're not speaking in vain and i will call on you again appreciate the time look forward to that take care that is uh, charles burton and so why do we talk about this why do i talk about this because i don't think there's any bigger story and i won't meet it with a shrug but I mean, give it some thought here. Like, how hard is it to kick out a, a Chinese diplomat or ambassador who is taking part in this kind of stuff? I mean, the prime minister himself. Remember how quick he was to kick Jody Wilson-Raybould out of his uh, his cabinet because she stood up for the rule of law? It took him 10 seconds to do that. Yet you got a guy openly part of a campaign, you know, accused of, uh, you know, threatening and intimidating the family members of a sitting Canadian MP? Ugh. We'll just investigate that. No, can't kick that guy out. But if you're Jody Wilson-Raybould, you're done.